now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back to another episode of the Seventh Rounders. Another weekend of football in the books, and we figured it was a good time to bring on our resident college football analyst, David Cardillo. He's called in a few times. But we needed him for the full episode, going into probably the biggest week of the college football season. Um, and we're going to hit on some NFL, but I don't know how much he's going to want to talk about the Steelers. Just like John and I think we want to talk about the Dolphins. We'll let, we'll let Powers go a little on the Falcons. We'll let him have his moment, because this will be one of the few times this year. Um, <laughs> so let's start recapping. This most recent week in college football, chaos, I think is the best way to put it. Um, Top 25 teams going down all over the place. Uh, We can start with, let's start with NC State Clemson. Um, My takeaway is, you know, I don't know what happened to DJ Uyunglele. You saw him last year in a, you know, a, stepped in to take T. Lawrence's place against Notre Dame at Notre Dame. And I thought he played really, really well. And he's just, he's been awful in all four games he's played this year. I don't understand it. I know their offensive line isn't as good, but he should not be that bad. Um, And they just, I thought they got dominated by NC State. Uh, They got lucky to get to overtime, but they're done. Everyone in agreement there? I'm so happy. Yeah, John is a... As a South Carolina fan, I mean, let's let's hear a little let's hear a little anti Davo rant. Go. Well, that guy's a scumbag. But <laughs> to take you to the scene, dude, we were in the uh, the Gamecock bar, and the the Clemson game ending interfered with the beginning of the Gamecock game. But dude, our game was on all the TVs. Everyone was watching the Clemson game on their phones, though. Like that, we we cared more about them losing that night. I think um, felt really good. I got happy. Then we lost. We'll talk about that later, though. But, yeah, no, I, I think they're so – they were fraudulent. I mean, they beat Georgia Tech by six at home. Glad they lost. They're not a, they're not a good team this year. It actually see. annoys me. I was just looking at the – I can't believe they're still ranked. It's disgusting. They're 25th. Like, yeah, they lost as 10-point favorite since he State. Georgia Tech, they had to have a goal line stop to win that game. Like, they should have lost that game. They yeah. barely beat, like, South Carolina State in week two. They're bad this year. No, didn't they beat them by, like, 70, or am I making that up? At one point, I swear they were only up, like, 17 or, late third quarter. They might have ended up smoking them. Regardless, they, they should not be they should not be ranked. That's just 49-3, to three, it was 28-0 to zero after the first quarter. Connor was not watching Who, that game. Who'd they play week two? Who'd they play week two? <laughs> that was South, South Carolina Georgia. State, 49-3. to three. They were up 28-0 off the rip. Damn. Must have been a different game, huh? Regardless. <laughs> They BC's got them this week. I wanted them to win, so they were ranked higher, and I feel like they're going to be a little bit motivated to come off the loss, which worries me. But overall, their talent level is just not there this year. It's like their their offensive line's horrible, and DJ's not great. They don't have a bunch of weapons. Justin Ross has looked, you know, decent. I was expecting a lot more out of him, even though he did miss an entire season. I mean, I can't even sit here and say Uyunglele has been, like, decent. He's just been, like, horrible, I think is the best way to put it. Um, 
And going back to what Dave said about them being ranked 25th, it's just, I, I think the preseason polls are the stupidest thing out there. I mean, if you compare them to Rutgers right now, Rutgers is three and one, correct? And they have a, a road loss. to. You make. could have picked a lot better teams than them to, to go with there. Just You're taking Rutgers over my four and OE. Texas should have been, Texas is 26. I, I know. I'm Texas saying this could be ranked. There's plenty of teams that can be in that position, but even Rutgers, who's probably a you know a 35th ranked team, 35th to 40th, like they have a better resume to this point than Clemson. They're more deserving of being ranked than Clemson, yeah. and that doesn't even include teams like BC and Texas that are even more deserving than Rutgers. So I I just they I are know. stupid. BC's but, good. Cle- That's a good segue. Um. But before that, Connor, I, I had to get to the bottom of this, man. I, ever since you said that that score of the South Carolina State game was so off, I've been trying to like figure out why. It was 5 p.m. It was televised on ACC Network. You're probably not watching that. 5 p.m. Saturday. You probably had a few cold snacks by that point. We'll give you a pass. <laughs> yeah, I was in Atlanta with Mike. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, when I looked at the game, it, it was like 7 nothing. It could have been the first quarter. It could you know, I have no it idea. It had to have been. It was 28-0 first. Really, I thought it was a bit later in the game. You know, a couple beverages, it'll happen. BC, great win this week, though. Fired up for Clemson. I got – That's all I'm going to say. I don't care that we stormed the field. Just It had to happen. Big win. I'm not going to let anybody take that away from us. We're going to go to Clemson. We also have to go to Clemson for the third straight year. How does that make any sense? Why are we always traveling to Clemson? Is Connor lying again? Can someone fact check that? You can I fact check that. We this will be the third. Chad, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you take Clemson. this. One. <laughs> that is stupid, though. If if true, doesn't make much sense. Are they in the same side of the ACC? I don't know the they're ACC. In the, division. Yeah, they're in the same uh, division. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes no sense. Though. Pretty BS, man. But Clemson sucks. Penn State. They're 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 a solid team at this point. I still don't know what their ceiling is like. They're not they're a playoff four. team. End of story. They're ranked four. I mean, as I'm sure Chad will say, I mean, it always comes down to them versus Ohio State. So, I mean, it's on the road this year. They got some other tough games though too. Like they got to go to Iowa, which won't be easy. Michigan looks good. Michigan State's playing good. So, I don't know. I think the Big Ten is kind of going to eat, like, a, cannibalize each other to a certain extent. So, two-loss team could be playing in the championship game in that in that conference. Who knows? Ohio State could still turn it around. That, that's the best division in college football, I think. Yeah, the Big Ten East? Yeah. Yeah, when you have your worst team being Rutgers, who I think's really solid, um, that's a hell of a hell of a division. Um, Can we talk about Graham Mertz since we're in the Big Ten? That guy is horrendous. Really, bad. really bad at, at the quarterback position. Oh yeah, position. horrible. It's bad that they let Jack Cohn leave. Not that he's looked amazing, but he's definitely better than Mertz. And and they beat the the socks off him, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know Cohn got hurt in that game too. I. Uh, they had some their backup pine come in, but I don't know. I it's Mertz's looks terrible and he's like the highest 
highest ranked quarterback they ever had come in. So it's just it's tough. He looks I saw since he had that uh his first game last year and he went five tutties, like one incompletion. He's thrown three touchdowns and eleven picks. I I heard uh like Herb Street say that. Thanks, man. That's terrible. I think I think John texted me today. He said he said Wisconsin as a team hasn't practiced since they got COVID last year. No, not offensively. Yeah, it's a shame they they do have a really strong defense. It's a shame their offense is like just crawling around on the field, pretty bad. One of the worst beats of the weekend too. Those those pick sixes or cost uh, underbetters bad. That that would have been brutal. Yeah. So what do we think of? the other team in this game, Notre Dame. I got to put my hand up right now. I've, this is essentially year five of just doubting Notre Dame. And I forget the stat. It's either over the last four or five years, they're, they're 47 and five. They just win games. Um, even this year, I've doubted them every step of the way. And now I'm looking at them against Cincinnati next week. And, you know, I have a hard time taking Cincinnati. Um, they don't blow you away in any facet of the game. Like Dave said, Jack Cohn is decent. Um, uh, the run game has not been great this year, but they found ways to win games. Um, so I got to hand it to you. Yeah. Has it, hasn't been pretty for them. Like Florida state, they, they, sh- they should have lost to Kent state. Yeah, or no, Toledo. Toledo. Who was it? Toledo. Yeah, Toledo. Toledo, yeah. They should they could have honestly lost to Florida State and Toledo, and Florida State looks so so bad right now. They're still winless, right? Um, yeah, they got they got smacked around by Louisville. This and then Toledo just bad. lost to someone bad this weekend too. So it hasn't been impressive, but also just with how the college football season's going, like just getting wins, you know, not not dropping some of those games. It's worth something. Quick, uh, quick question. What do you guys? Who who gets fired first? Norvell, at Florida State, or Matt Nagy with the Bears? Nagy. Norvell. I'll go Norvell with you. Dude, they're like horrendously they're bad. So bad. They're... <laughs> it's yeah, bad. They're really bad. Who do they have next week, bad. dude? Is it impossible fire alert after the game? Who they got? Let's see. Well, I I saw something saying that. That he's probably not going to get fired this year because they can't afford another buyout. They paid Willie Taggart so much money buying him out that they're basically stuck hanging on to him. I yeah, mean, they uh, could... hear, hear me out. Hear me out. This is the biggest Vegas nose line of all time. Syracuse just beat Liberty, right? A, a, like a borderline top 25 team. Florida State I'm looking is at this too. four and a half point favorites over Syracuse. In Tallahassee next week. Does Vegas have their pants down, or do they know something that I don't? Because, like, that's egregious. But I feel like I got to bet Florida State again. I bet them every week now. <laughs> I think they lose outright, dude. I'm taking Syracuse money line for sure. Like, 100% <laughs> chance. And I think Norvell might get, might get canned after that. But, yeah, the, the buyout thing, I forgot about that in college. That's different. I don't know though, man. They fucking suck. They, they do lost suck. The Jacksonville State. You can't stop. They all like it's bad. That was an all-time little... loss to, to Jacksonville State too on the yeah, very was... last play of the game. That was bad. Um. So they got a good. They got a good recruiting class right now though too. So that's another thing. 
if they can get those guys in the program, like, you know, it's Norvell's, what, second year, so. Yeah, this is, what, his first full recruiting class? Yeah, so it's like, I feel like they, they'll give him this year, but not not pretty. Yeah. Uh, no there doubt. Is not, there's not even competing out there, man. Like, they are getting absolutely whacked. I mean, they took Notre Dame to OT, but since that. Yeah. That was receivable. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Chad, you made a comment about the uh, the Big Ten division. What about the SEC West here with Bama's one, Arkansas's eight, Ole Miss twelve, A and M fifteen, Auburn twenty two, LSU and Mississippi State aren't ranked, but LSU's three and one. They they could be twenty fifth if uh, that bullshit Clemson wasn't in there. But I'll tell you what, I think they you know it's close, uh, no doubt. But I look at you know the bottom tier team, so. In the Big Ten East, it's it's Maryland and Rutgers, and in the SEC West, and Indiana, and Indiana, and Indiana. I would take LSU, Mississippi State, and Auburn over those other three. Ten I'll, I'll agree with you, John. I will agree with you. Thank it's you. close though. It's very close. probably the two best divisions. I, in, in oh, easily five. the two best, yeah, by far. I'd be intrigued to see a, an inner uh, like college basketball. They just play each other. That's not a thing, but that'd be cool. I don't well, know what the with the alliance, it's gonna be a thing. Fuck yeah. True. Yeah, well, I gotta stop. I gotta stop betting against Arkansas. They they burn me every week. Oh, I'm I'm they all. Are, dude, they I'm are riding legit, that shit. man. They're good. Yeah, they are. They are. I'm so excited for uh, Ole Miss Alabama this week. It's the same time as a Gamecocks game, and I'm pretty sure I'm watching the Bama game. Ole Miss. <laughs> like, Listen, unless Chad has anything, do you have any any final words you want on South Carolina or Chad? Any at Ohio State? If not, no, not we'll at all. Move to the uh, the the week five slate. We're in week oh, five now. Week six. Week Whoa. Week five. Whoa. I was gonna give. I we were all supposed to come prepared with our top ten. I'm assuming looking at John, there's no way he prepared a top ten. This ready, dude. Right off the top. <laughs> right, I'll go first just in case a few of you need a second. Um. One and two, I have Georgia, Alabama. Um, I just, you could Georgia go either one. way. I just, what? Georgia one. Yeah, Georgia one, Alabama two, I have. Three through six is you could pretty much put these teams in any order. Um, right now, I have Iowa two, Penn, or Iowa three, Penn State four, Oregon five, Arkansas six. Then I have to round out the top 10, Cincinnati 7, Notre Dame 8, Old Miss 9, and Florida 10. I think Oregon's got to be 3 right now. They probably got the best one out of anybody. I would have Oregon at 3. And yeah. I got yeah, Bama, I, Georgia, Oregon, Arkansas, Penn State, Iowa, Oklahoma, Cincy, and then uh, – Actually, give me Notre Dame ahead of Cincy and then Florida at 10. Did you guys both leave out Oklahoma? I had uh, Oklahoma no, Connor at, included them. Um, I left them out. I had Oklahoma I, at 7, I, I think. I would definitely leave them out. I think they're uh, terrible. I was going to say, I don't mind. I think the AP poll looks fine right now, but I would take Oklahoma out of number 6. And honestly, I'd put Ole Miss either at 6 or somewhere 6 through 10. I think Florida belongs in the top 10. They're one loss you know, came down to the very end against Bama. So besides Oklahoma being at six, I really don't mind the eight people. Like yeah. Arkansas could be higher. Like like Chad said, I think three through 
eight is like you could put in any order, and there's probably a justification. I don't mind the AP poll. Says the guy whose school's at, sitting at number four right now. No, but I don't. I don't like. I don't think Penn State. Like you could put them at eight, and I wouldn't be able to argue it. Like Arkansas could be ahead of them. Put Iowa ahead of them. I think Ole Miss looks as good as anyone. Um, Cincinnati, you know, hasn't really played anyone yet, but they've they've looked all right. So I don't. I think Georgia, Bama, and Oregon are the top three. Bama one. Um, and I'd really just feel like four through nine. Almost you could you could put in any order you want to. Bottom line is it doesn't matter right now because these teams will not all stay undefeated. So yeah, yeah. Why? Chad, you want me to give you my list because I haven't done it. Yeah. Because you didn't think I was prepared, but I am. Okay, let's hear. Also, you love lists. You love this shit. You eat it up. You <laughs> love it. You always want to talk about it. Bama, Georgia, Oregon, Penn State, Iowa, Arkansas, Cincinnati, Florida, Notre Dame, Ole Miss. I think that was 10. Okay. That was 10. Ohio State 11. Perfect. Um, yeah, let's go on to this week's slate. We'll start Friday night, 8 o'clock. Um, we have number five, Iowa, on the road at Maryland. Um, this is one of my first locks of the week. I'm going to start here. Give me Maryland plus four. Um, I just think any time you have a top five team, regardless if it's home or away, that's less than a five – point favorite against an unranked team red flags just going off um so i like maryland to keep this really close and i I could wind up sprinkling money line the line's fishy for sure but uh i think if i had to take a bet in this game i don't know if i'll bet a side before the game but if i had to take a, a bet i think i'd like the under 46 in this one but that line is sketchy as hell like, I feel like Iowa should be getting at least seven, maybe six. The the short week Friday night home game teams, like, that's that's a tricky spot. Chad, I like where your head's at there. I'm not going to touch that till Friday. But Yeah, we put Iowa firmly on upset watch. Yeah, that's a Maryland, horrible, that is a horrible spot for Iowa. You never want to beat that team. Believe it or not, Maryland actually looks like they got something going and – Little Tua is playing pretty well for them. Uh-huh. Um, Take him over but, Big Tua. Which, <laughs> What's his happy. name? Ta- Talia? Talia. Yeah. But he's actually playing good. Um, yeah, I would say Iowa could easily lose that game. I mean, obviously, it's a it's a four-point spread. I don't know if I'd like Mar- – I don't know if I trust Maryland enough to actually bet on him there, but – would not be surprising at all to see him, see him win that game. Okay, let's go on to Saturday. Noon slate is a good one. We'll start Wisconsin's at home. They play State at home. Okay, against number 14, Michigan. Michigan, I have as a one-point favorite. I mean, it's right around a pick Um, I don't have a play on this game. I, I would lean under 43 and a half. So. I feel like this is almost the same exact situation as the uh, Iowa-Maryland game. Like, it makes no sense to me why Wisconsin's an underdog by only a point here. I feel like I'd have to take him. <laughs> I literally feel like I have to take Wisconsin again. You're gonna be you're gonna be putting your fate in the hands of Graham Mertz. I guess, yeah. Like, no, I I agree. The line's sketchy enough. Is. 
it's sketchy enough where I, I feel like I just need to stay away. And also, I, Michigan and Wisconsin, I feel like they always play an ugly game. Both teams are just going to try to run the ball a lot. Um, McNamara for, for Michigan, I feel like they've – I mean, they haven't thrown the ball hardly at all this year. Like, every game I look at, he's like 9 for 15 with under 150 yards, I swear to God. I don't know if he's gone over 150 this year. Like, I, they're just trying they to were, run the ball on everyone. Yeah, they were up 17-3 to three against Rutgers last week, and they at halftime, they essentially packed it in. I think McNamara threw it like – five or six times in the second half and they really should have lost that game Rutgers stalled out in the red zone a few times um so yeah I'm not impressed you know I was higher up Michigan going into the Rutgers game and after watching that game I'm out on him again but yeah I like the under there here's uh Cade Cade McNamara's stat line for the season he's uh 33 for 53 the entire year through three games he's thrown 53 times 62.3 62.3 completion percentage for 534 yards and three touchdowns, zero interceptions. So but he's got 500. Keep in mind he had an 87-yard touchdown to Ronnie Bell in week one. So <laughs> so he's averaging about uh, what? He's averaging like 10.2 a, a completion, which actually is terrible. Say he's averaging about 130 yards a game, too. But, I mean, they're not throwing the ball. They, they've been able to run, on, run it on everyone so far except Rutgers last week. So I don't know. I feel like we don't really know what he is yet. Obviously, nothing special if they're scared to throw the ball. Um, yeah, Wisconsin could easily knock him off. Um, I feel like it's just one of those ugly games. Comes down to like a turnover or a special teams play. Don't really want to. <laughs> that, that's the most Big Ten thing ever, too. Like, team gets yeah. blown out one week. Next week, they just yeah. Like, win a This seven. is going to be like a 13-6 to six game with five minutes left. Yeah, listen here. I'm passionate about this game because I'm just so, so not touching it. I'm not touching Wisconsin. Any other games the rest of the year. I didn't do anything last week with them. They're too bad to bet on, and I won't let them beat me. So I'm sorry. There. Arkansas, Georgia at noon is the game I'll be watching. So let's turn to that one. Number it's, two. It's, it, Chad, I'm going to take it. Log of the week, number one. Arkansas plus 18 and a half. Way too many points. Are you kidding me? But this is is, is, is the game? Is, is their quarterback playing? We don't know that yet, do we? I either way, I like him. He's either good, way, though. I like KJ. KJ yeah, I think nice. I think he got banged up against. Uh, he did. A&M. He did. That if he's playing, I'll, it seems like way too many points. If not, though, I got no idea what they got next, and I feel like. I mean, he's been really good for them this year. I, I don't know. Let's see. I'm trying to find a yeah. Sam Pittman today says, uh, I don't. He says, I think both of them will be fine. May or may not be full speed today, but I don't think it'll be a problem for the game. Okay. Yeah, they're two best players, KJ Jefferson and junior wide receiver Traylon Burks. Yeah, yeah that guy's supposed were, to be a legit. He's a fucking stud. Yeah. He had an he's, unreal touchdown against A&M. Dude, he had uh, the first six completions. He had five of the. And two, two scores. It was unreal. Isn't he like six? Yeah. I think he's like 6'3, 232. Like he's he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 fading you there, John. I don't really think it matters who Arkansas's quarterback is. I don't think they score over 17 points. Um now 
will Georgia's offense be able to put up 40-plus? Questionable. I, I tend to lean Georgia minus 18.5, but um, that'll be a, a Saturday decision for me. See, I, I, I can't fade Arkansas again, but like I kind of agree with Chad. I feel like this line's too big. It's so like it's so big that I'm gonna take Georgia, but I'm not gonna actually bet the game because I'm done fading Arkansas. <laughs> so this is how I feel about Wisconsin, right? I feel like how you felt feel about Arkansas, but I have eaten up some of these lines that haven't looked right so far. Like Vegas hasn't corrected itself all the way yet. I think this is an, I think we got another week of this. I really do. Arkansas's offensive strength is running the ball. I understand that's Georgia's defensive strength. So strength on strength. Arkansas played a pretty tough schedule. Arkansas's defense against the run, I think it's they're top 40 against the run, and they face Texas, which is an elite running team. A&M can move the ball, and Georgia Southern's a triple option. They only run. That's three of their four games. They, I'm, I'm, I don't think that Georgia's going to score many points. I don't think Georgia scores more than 24. So I agree with John. I agree with John. Arkansas's going to cover this. I agree with John. And, 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 and Georgia has eaten up Vanderbilt, which is like <laughs> – that I game was so, disgusting. I feel they, so bad for that yeah. team. My dad needs to suffer through it. <laughs> He's given up. <laughs> He's given up the year. They play the ugliest game, the irrelevant game of the year against UConn this weekend. We don't even need to talk about it. And then they feasted on South Carolina. We're just not there. So that this line's too much. It's too much. I agree. And I think what Chad, Chad, you said you don't think Arkansas can more, score more than 17. Yeah, I mean, Georgia's got to put up almost 40. Nothing their offense has done this year. Vanderbilt means nothing. I haven't seen anything showing they could put up 40 against Arkansas's defense, which, like John said, has looked really good. They kind of limited Texas's running game. Same thing to Spiller and A&M last week. It seems like a lot. As, as long as Jefferson and those guys are playing, I feel like I'll be throwing in Arkansas. Not a lot. Georgia, but- Georgia beat Clemson 10-3. It's the only team that they've really played that's legit. And you, you think that Arkansas can't do – like, Chad, you don't think they can keep it close? I mean, I, I, you know, keeping it close is depends on how you look at it. From a spread perspective, I, I think they can. Within keep it seven, close. 18 points. What? So it's within 18. Yeah. From, from a spread perspective, I think it's a 21 point game. Listen, Georgia gets back three starters this week. They get the the transfer from West Virginia, Tyke Smith, the the defensive back. Mm. They get back Darnell Washington, like the six nine tight end, and then they get back Dominique Blaylock, I believe, one of their starting wide receivers. So that's three guys that haven't played this year. Two on the offensive side of the ball that can only help J T. Daniels, who hasn't been impressive to this point, but. It also wouldn't surprise me if this is like a, you know, a, a 31-10 game. Um, so, I I don't know. I, I okay. just, Last that's why it's not one of my last of the week. I just lean Georgia. Last counterpoint I'll make, and then we'll move on. Those guys coming back, but they haven't had game, game action this year. Be a little rusty. See, what, worry, what worries me is that Arkansas is getting, right now, they're getting 86% of the bets and 84% of the money. People hey, think hey. it's too easy. They think it's free. It L- worries listen, me. Connor, Connor, the people that are betting this early in the week, this early in the week, I don't even care about that, that bet percentage. The people who are You're betting right, this early sharp, know that it's wrong. Like, yeah, they're sharp. 
Exactly. That, that is scary. Uh, that doesn't matter until the day of, and then like how, in my opinion, but. Okay. I agree. That's a, is a little bit scary if it stays that high. But yeah. I, I still, it does seem kind of. It, it's quite high. It seems. It just seems. It's quite odd, high. Like I can't see it getting higher than that, so I might need to just slam Listen, it. In. There's three games like that for me this weekend. It's that game. BC's getting 16 against Clemson, and Ole ah. Miss is 14 and a half underdogs to Bama. Like they all seem so trappy to me, and I'm gonna be on all of them. I know it. I would say the same thing about Notre Dame being home dogs to Cincinnati. Right. I don't, I don't understand that at all. People caught Vegas with – yeah. Well, last week people caught Vegas with their pants down with Notre that, Dame. I mean, that thing was – That was the close. one I wanted to bet Notre Dame so bad, and I just couldn't because I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. And I just – yeah, I feel like I'm going to – I'm saying the same thing right now. There, I, to me, there's no way they should be home dogs to Cincinnati. So I, I don't know if I, I, I think I gotta go on ND this week, try to try to make up for last week. So yeah, let's go to that game. Dave's in on Notre Dame. Um, John, where are you leaning? Uh, this is not a lock of the week for me. I am leaning Cincinnati though. Cincinnati will probably be my play here. I like Ritter. I think Ritter's a better playmaker, better quarterback than than Jack Cohn. Yeah, I mean I'm on I'm on Cincinnati is as well all right lean cincinnati right now i but i agree i like i feel i felt the same way about wisconsin against notre dame last week and they got absolutely smoked granted cincinnati much better team than wisconsin great defense i lean cincinnati but it being in notre dame is as if you can get notre dame as a home dog it might be tough to pass up so that'll probably be like a friday saturday play for me so normally I'd, I'd agree Cincinnati, but I said in the opening, man, I've now four years of doubting Notre Dame is just fucked me in the ass. So I'm probably going to be on Notre Dame plus two, plus two and a half, and probably sprinkle money on the line. Um, kind of all I got there. Um, the next 3:30 game uh, I wanted to talk about was Kansas State at home against Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a ten and a half point favorite. Um, uh, I think that's a fair number here. I think it's a fair number. Kansas, Kansas State's been good this year. Who uh, think I've been overachieving for sure. I have rode Kansas State all year. I am a little weary of them, though, right here. I am weary of them. I feel like Oklahoma eventually will have a big breakout performance, and this could be it. I don't know. So I'm going to have to think about this one more. My thing is Oklahoma always loses that conference road game every year. Yeah. Um, usually it's to work like a team that's like two and two. It's the Kansas State. They lose. I was going to say, I think State they like lost that game last year. Yeah. Or the year before. Yeah. One of the last two years they lost. Kansas two years State. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I lean Kansas State plus ten and a half. I think that's too big with based on how Oklahoma's played this year. Yeah. I'm going to wrestle this one all week for sure. Dave, what are you on? I don't know. I, I agree with John that any one of these games, we could just see Oklahoma kind of, you know, Lincoln Riley shut everyone up. I could see that happening. Ten and a half does seem like a lot, though. There's nothing I've seen from Oklahoma that would – give me confidence to, to bet on them here. So 
probably one I'll just stay away from. But I would have a hard time not – if I was to bet on that game, I don't I don't think I could go in Oklahoma. I think I would have to go in K-State. Yeah, that's a – that this is probably a, a tricky avoid at all cost game for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to touch it. I straight up hate betting Oklahoma in general. They are like the most erratic – team especially this year i feel like but even in in general like like you said they always drop a random game yo how crazy is it that so rattler was what the preseason heisman favorite right or if not the favorite in like two or three yeah and the favorite to go number one overall i was gonna say and like almost a lock like you know first round pick coming into the year and they're oklahoma's fans at a in a home game i think in a game they were up at the time or was tied they yeah. were calling for Caleb Williams, who's their freshman backup. Granted, he's a five-star guy, but that is – man, that's a tough time to be Spencer Rattler. That's he's so still funny. fourth in Heisman odds. So That's like, stupid. That's so stupid. The, the Heisman odds are off right now. I don't know what's going on there. I don't so, even care about the Heisman trophy anymore. Matt Corral, baby. Matt Corral. He's going to be a yeah. Falcons starting quarterback next year. With the weekly reminder, got him plus 3,200 there preseason. Massive game for him this and week. And I want to add on, the weekly reminder that Chad said it was on air. I'm going to pull the clip if he wins it. Chad said it was the dumbest bet you've ever made. Chad, Chad might have told me to jump off a cliff when he when I said that. <laughs> I hope he wins just so I can I can blast that clip everywhere. Like, yo, he could win it this weekend if they beat Alabama. Oh, Matt Corral's locked in for the Heisman. Just if it's if it's even a if it's even a shootout against Bama, and he puts he's got he's got the best stat line I think this year, and he also has one less game. They didn't play this last week. They've had two weeks to prep for this. And he he lit up Alabama last year too. Yeah, that's a little bit why I'm like, all right, maybe maybe Saban has something for him this year. Like I don't, can he really rip him two years in a row? Like the last guy to do that's probably Johnny Manziel, maybe Deshaun Watson, but yeah. Anyone's touching that over under seventy nine? What game? Oh, we're moving to Ole Miss Bama. Over right. under seventy nine right now. Uh, Bama's a 14 and a half point favorite. I, uh, you know, I really don't want to see Corral when the Heisman would be one of my least favorite thing happened to me this decade if Matt Corral wins the Heisman, but I do like <laughs> Old Miss plus 14 and a half. Um, and I kind of love the over 79. Um, I, 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 lo- I love the over. I don't know why. It's just a great, it's a good high. over. Yeah. It's a good over. This is my second lock of the week. Ole Miss plus 14 and a half. This has dropped three points already. It opens at 17 and a half, it looks like. Um, give me Ole Miss. Shootout. Shootout exciting game. We'll be watching this instead of the Gamecocks game. I'll say Yeah, I'm all, I'm all over Ole Miss, too. That's just one of my – I'll lock that shit in. That scares but me. It makes me worried. It scares me, dude. These seem <laughs> so easy. Like I think we got <laughs> – I hope I'm – I hope I'm not wrong. I think we got one, one maybe two more weeks to to for Vegas to like really make a a, a crisp and swift adjustment because it's been not a challenging first few weeks for me. Knock on wood again, but I'm I'm worried <laughs> it's gonna, that, when it when it comes crashing down, it's gonna really come crashing down this week. It's it's setting up to be either very very good or. Ooh. I will say I will say I think. <laughs> Either Bama or Georgia easily covers. Like I could see that happening. I yeah, really yeah. One of those teams is going to make a statement this weekend. I have no idea which one. 
Yeah, I might just be like, I'm still sticking with these two, but yeah, Georgia could just go out win 56 to three, and then Bama just blanks Ole Miss. Matt Corral gets hurt in the first quarter. Something crazy just ruined my day, ruined my year. But I'm sticking with them. I still think it's gonna be close. Good games. I'm excited. Listen, the reason I feel more confident in Ole Miss than Arkansas is like Lane Kiffin just always seems to be able to put up numbers. On yeah. Six, regardless of who's playing quarterback. Yeah. Like. No, I really do. I'm so excited. It's going to be a classic, I think. It's also the 3.30 slot. Was that Vern Lundquist, CBS? Yeah, we'll be on CBS, yep. Let's fucking go. I can't, I'm can't. i so excited. And it's, what is it? It's October. We're in October. <laughs> Could start crying at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you make a good point, Connor, though, Lane. Because I remember a few years ago, maybe that's when they had Shea Patterson. Shea Patterson, yeah. They almost beat him. or Did they beat him once? Did he beat him once? They were, I believe they had, they tied it, and I think they lost by like 14. But they were okay. tied in the fourth quarter. I got. It does stuff. seem like it does seem like Ole Miss for whatever reason. Yeah, dude. Even before Kiffin, though, like they Ole Miss always fucks around with Bama. Like they always are there. They always Hugh make Freeze. it down. I remember they beat them a few years back. That year that Ole Miss was disgusting. They beat them. That was a huge game. I'm excited. I I wonder what unis they'll wear. I love Ole Miss's jerseys, dude. Those, yeah. those like powder blue or whatever oh, you want to call them. Yeah, Absolutely those are the best. Gorgeous. Yeah. Do they still do that that shark thing on defense? I have no idea. Land. Yeah, they do. The, the land shark. I hope so. Yeah, I that's sweet. That that's their official mascot from an Ole Miss graduate because the rebel was politically incorrect. So they go with the land shark now. That's why they do that. Okay. Let's move into the night games. No, no, uh, wait. Oh, Oregon Stanford at three thirty is another big one. Oh, Oregon's minus eight and a half on the road. I'm saying this because I, oh. I like they're not going to be a lot because there's one later in the, in the slate that I <laughs> love, but I like Oregon a lot. Minus eight and a half. I'll be I'll be hitting that one pretty hard. It would be my fourth lock of the week if I could. Uh, I like Stanford plus eight. That makes me like it even more. I like chaos this week. Stanford stinks, so I don't see I, – I think Oregon's pretty damn good. The Stanford money line sprinkle may be in effect. Do it. Do it. Okay. Take that with me, though. I'll even give you better odds. That's how confident I am. Speaking of Oregon, I want to shout that dude, Seven, Seven Woods from Rochester. He got, his, I believe, his first college reception this weekend. That was cool for Oregon. And also shout out Anthony Brown, former BC legend. Who's the Oregon starting quarterback now? I also like Oregon in this game. I am so off of Stanford. I can't believe they keep winning games, honestly. I just feel like they don't have a good roster. I don't like David Shaw as a coach. Yeah. Yep. My my second lock of the week, the 6 p.m. game. Stop. Dude, hold on. (laughs) First of all, the 3.30, all these games are 3.30. There's a Loaded 3:30 slate. OSU plays Rutgers. You don't want to talk about that. That's at 3:32. Oh, you've I been that one. You, you've been like salivating all over Rutgers this whole episode. No, Ohio State's your team. <laughs> you're just gonna skip over that one. I'm. I can't. I'm four and zero betting Rutgers this year. What are you gonna do? Talk about it. Uh, I'll probably buy Ohio State down to 14 and pray to God something good happens. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Rutgers, I think. Honestly. I don't blame you. 
I, I mean, I'm gonna be something more from me here. I don't I don't have a lot. I'm I just say you know I'm praying and a lot of 32 and white. Is there uh is it gonna be Stroud back this week, Chad? Yeah, he's supposed to play. Okay. I I could almost see like I'm gonna be tempted to take Ohio State here. Just yeah, if Rutgers kind of making a statement early. But again, I've just seen it year after year after year. Ohio State will hit their stride and just start rolling over some of these Big Ten teams. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to be tempted to take them. I love Ohio State in this spot. Love it. Yeah, Rutgers, Rutgers, Rutgers is still running hot Rutgers. right now. Yeah. Like they're, they're turning around. Shiano's got some mojo going there. I think the air was pointing up there. But Ohio State is infinitely more talented and again i just one of these weeks they're gonna hit their stride and they could still beat every big 10 team by 20 points realistically and i just i just don't know if ruckers <sighs> okay you guys you guys talked me into ohio state i'm with you i'm with it i'm on it we're there listen, we're in it together listen don't forget that ruckers got was getting kicked around by michigan at the beginning of that game they yeah. went down pretty bad early they battled, and Greg Schiano's a good coach, I think. And he knows Ohio State as well. He was the D coordinator there last year, right? Or two years ago? Yeah. He was not that staff. Three. It was half. He was at Rutgers last year and yeah. maybe the year before. At least last year. I right. I just feel like Ohio State always kills Rutgers, too. Like, pretty I mean, bad. Rutgers has gotten killed by everyone in the Big Ten for the last decade. But Schiano does... Shiano's the only guy to ever really win in Rutgers, at least since we've been alive. So yeah. it seems like he's got something going there, but I just keep going back to I expect I fully expect Ohio State to find their stride at some point, and they're they're so much more talented. They can out athlete them in every position. Wouldn't shock it could be any of these weeks. Wouldn't shock me if it was this week. Yeah, Chad, six o'clock. What what do you want to fucking talk about here? <laughs> Am I good to go to the six? Yeah, o'clock? just go to fucking six, dude. I can see it in your eyes. My second lock is Kentucky plus eight home against Florida. John is <laughs> the, 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 the whole day. Five. This guy's been itching to talk about Kentucky football. What a loser! <laughs> what an absolute loser! John is disgusted. All right, go ahead. Tell me hey, why you love Kentucky plus eight. Hey, I <laughs> go ahead. Goes. Why I hate you love eight. Kentucky plus eight. What's so great about Kentucky this week? Um, I just I'm not fully bought into Florida more than anything, and I think Kentucky at home, coming off an an emotional game against the Gamecocks, they boat raced them in a low scoring affair. But I I think Kentucky they they may not win the game, but I think they keep this very close from start to finish. I like it as like a three five point game. What was up with that dude shoving his own guy, by the way? You guys all saw that? What the hell was that? Yeah. That was mean. Yeah. yeah uh, it was mean. <laughs> that's got to be that's got to be like his his boy or something. It's got to be like a, you know, like Connor, if, if that was us there and I like if you were on the sideline, I would love to run you over there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd be like <laughs> laughing going back to the hole. I just I just killed him, dude, on the sideline. I just smoked him. I couldn't hate that pick more, Chad. Like, there's you have no rhyme or reason to take Kentucky in this game. 
Well, no, they've been they've been all right this year. <laughs> kind they're of. They're solid and eats a lot of points, especially at home. But like, Chad, you know who Kentucky's quarterback is, right? Yeah, the PSU transfer. Yeah, I don't. I'm actually not a big fan here at all. I don't believe this. Yeah, he's. Didn't <laughs> South Carolina <laughs> made him look pretty bad, didn't they, John? Our defense was great. Our offense is like just like they've never yeah. seen the football before. Um, I, I, I saw would enough think, of Levis to never, to never, ever put money back. I, in. I think, I think Florida takes advantage of Kentucky here. Um, that spread's not high enough. Florida's a lot better than eight and a half. Kentucky's not as good as that. Chad, I'm done talking about this game. I'm mad at you for it. <laughs> Guy was itching to talk about Kentucky and and Florida. Like, like we're gonna be yeah, watching that at six. Tough. When I first <laughs> look at games. Uh, Following week, I immediately go to the South Carolina team total. See if there's something I can figure out on that front. <laughs> At John, seven o'clock, we've got a battle out in the battle in the uh, the Alamo area. Baylor at Oklahoma. Intriguing. Bottom half of the top twenty-five teams here. I like Baylor on the road, plus three and a half. Took them last week. They look really against. Um, can't remember who. Baylor played Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State, Iowa State yeah. one right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I like Baylor here plus three and a half. I think it's a close one. Really close. Razor. I gotta game. be honest. One to two point game. I gotta be honest. I haven't watched a second of Oklahoma State or Baylor this year, so I really have no opinion on the game. Okay. That's they fair. play in weird time slots. These two teams. They're always at like two thirty or four thirty. Haven't watched the second a of them. Time game yet. I try to avoid big football. Oklahoma State, I'll give you some. This is why I like Baylor, because Baylor's look good, but Oklahoma State beat And John's audio just went cuckoo on. <laughs> Connor, do you have a play in Oklahoma State Baylor? I, uh, I, I lean Baylor as well. I feel like Mike Gundy always has a couple letdown games in the Big 12, and they seem to be playing well right now so i expect him to uh to lose one at some point here this is going to be like a scoregami game it's going to be something so weird it's just going to piss me off and it's going to be at seven o'clock when it's just i'm not going to be in the mood for that so i'm going to avoid that uh, um let's move to clemson at home against boston college i fact checked connor BC has played at Clemson the last two years, make this the third year in a row. I've never seen that before. I don't understand. It's horseshit, dude. That's absolute bullshit. That makes no sense. It's not. Yeah, it's it's absolutely. It's just I got to be honest, Connor. I fully expected that you told the second line of row to, to open the show. So I'm happy for your sake that you didn't lie again. Thanks, dude. It means a lot. That shows improvement. It does. Yeah. Um, Clemson's a 15.5-point favorite. The over-under set at 47. I love the under. I Like, Clemson's offense is so bad. I mean, outside of their 49-point uh, or 46-point win, they haven't scored over 21 points. Um I don't see that changing. Now, I know next to nothing about Boston College, but they are 4-0. They did, you know, have a big win against Missouri, the SEC's 11th best team. Um, and 
Their other two wins consist of Colgate, UMass, and Temple. So do with that what you want. Uh, but I lean the under, and I I really don't want to touch the spread at all. It's kind of disgusting. Hey, Clemson, you coward. Bad no, I – Chad, this was, this was one of my locks of the week, the under as well. couple reasons. One – out at Coppersmith this weekend, Connor and I, this is a bar in, in Boston. <laughs> I knew you were going to Connor is, is pointing out, like, in front of us in line is this guy named Devin Grossell, who I guess is Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Dennis Grossell. And Chad, he, he was the same build as, he was like 5'11", 180. So he just, he did not, I couldn't believe that that was what their starting quarterback and was. He's I guess a monster, he's a walk-on. Bro. He's, he's played well, apparently, according to Connor, so... I mean, props to him, but Clemson's defense has actually been really, really good this year. Um, I know they're out a couple guys. I know uh, Brian Brees or Brisset, however you pronounce it, just tore his ACL. It's a bummer. Um, but their defense is still has pl- has played really well all year for them. Uh, I mean, let's let's not forget they held Georgia to three, basically three points, because that the only touchdown was a pick six. Yeah. So I think their defense is still going to show up. I don't see. Dennis Grossell lighten them up at all. Um, and it's like you said, Clemson's offense has been so bad. BC's defense, uh, I don't know much about them, Connor, but I mean, Clemson has has barely been able to put up points against Georgia Tech. Ugalele threw for fucking 100 yards against NC State. I think that, I don't understand why that, that totals, I'm surprised it's not lower. I'm on the under in that game. You guys have me liking the under. I don't, I'm definitely not touching a side here. I looked up. BC's got a pretty formidable defense there. I believe top 20 against the pass, top 50 against the rush. So it's a good point to be at least. Listen, just keep doubting us. We're going to go down. We're going to go down to Anderson, South Carolina. We're going to go play the Clemson Tigers in their house. And we're going to knock them around. We're going to out-physical them on both sides of the football. And we're going to win this game outright. And we're going to be 5-0. and Okay. That's what's going to happen. That's all I got to say on the, on the matter. That's it. All right. Confidence in his team. I like that. I wish I had that right now. Um, let's go to stay at 730 ABC. We have Penn State at home. As ten and a half point favorites against Indiana, um, I listen. I'm never going to have Penn State as a lock of the week, but I really like them minus ten and a half, minus eleven. Um, I just I don't think you know Indiana is very good. Last year was clearly a fluke to some extent, and you know Penn State's Indiana is not going to score on Penn State. And I know Penn State's run game is not where, you know, it needs to be right now, but I think they can do enough in the passing game, which if you were to tell me a year ago today that I'd be talking about how good, you know, Penn State's passing offense is, I would have probably laughed at you. But I mean, since the second quarter of the Wisconsin game this year, it's been great. Um, So, yeah, I think Penn State does enough through the air where, you know, it's a, a 17 point type of game. Yeah, I mean, a couple things. I was a big – I thought Michael Penix was really impressive last year. Towards ACL, he he has not looked like the same guy this year. Um, 
I believe Indiana just lost one of their starting receivers too. I'm, I'm forgetting his name, but saw that come across my timeline today that he's out for the year. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it has been very concerning. Penn State is not they. I think they averaged two and a half yards of carry running the ball against Nova, and that's really concerning. Um, just because, especially when you get to October, November in the Big Ten, you just got to be able to run the ball. Um, but I do think, like Chad said, I think they're they're going to be able to make enough explosive plays. Jahan Dotson is the best wide receiver in the country, I think. Maybe Garrett Wilson, number two, Chad. Um, so yeah, I, I would lean Penn State here. I don't I don't want to bet them just because I I emotionally invested enough in that game. But you know they kind of got the revenge factor from last year too. It's a night game in Beaver Stadium. That's why normally I would I would you know be cautious there just because Penn State does have the look ahead factor to Iowa but the fact that this is a a big redemption game that they've had marked on their calendar since last year um, there'll be no doubt ready to go I don't think there will be much of the look ahead factor to Iowa to worry about there um, Connor and John that's a no play I I will have no play on this game. I, every time I bet Penn State, when I bet on them, they, they screw me. And when I bet against them, they also screw me. So I just – I try to stay away from Penn State games as much as possible, honestly. Yeah, I mean, 7.30 kick here. This will be a decision to be made probably after the 3.30 slate after a couple cold snacks. Next. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can go – I know one of you is going to want to hit on our 11 o'clock game, but we'll wait there. <laughs> um, yeah. LSU yeah. at home, 3-1 and one against Auburn, who's 3-1. and one. Bo Nix was benched last week, and they're just atrocity of a performance and a win. Um, LSU's a 3.5-point favorite. I think the line makes sense. I, I tend to lean LSU minus 3.5, um, but another one that – Probably going to avoid for the most part. It's a good line. Really good line. Yeah. I say it's a similar situation to Penn State, Indiana for me, but I, I do lean LSU at the moment. I, I lean really Auburn do. at the moment, but I don't know if I'll end up betting it or not. It's an intriguing matchup. Another another intrigue. Um, the guy who came in for Bo Nix, T.J. Finley, is an LSU transfer. I think he was a pretty pretty highly regarded prospect coming out of high school. Um, I think I saw something saying I, they might be going back to Bo Nix to start the game. Maybe I'm wrong in that. Okay. Regar- Surprised me. Regardless, that would be that could be a, a real short leash for him. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely – I would have no interest in betting Auburn, but probably probably won't be one I'm touching. I just don't I, really – I just think you can't take a team that's got the quarterback problems that they have right now. It's a, it's a mess. They don't know who – they don't know what they got. They don't know who they're going with. Non-committal. All right. But it sucks because Tank, Tank, Tank Bigsby's like one of the best backs in the nation. He, he's a stud. He's actually a stud. He is. He's going to be a pro for sure. Let's move on to the 10:30 game where my last lock of the week is. I'm going to go UCLA minus three. Um, 
I Arizona State was my team to start the year, and I just did not see any development in is it JT Daniel or T J Jaden Jaden? Yeah. So I very disappointed on that front. I thought Herm Edwards would be do a better job developing him because I think he's a freak, but just have not seen much from him this year. Um, and listen, UCLA has, you really look at it, UCLA has a good loss to uh, Fresno State. You know, Fresno State's a ring. Um, so I, I just think UCLA is a better team, and um, I like them in this spot. I, I like UCLA as well. It's not it's not my last lock of the week. That's the late one, but uh, I do like UCLA here. I've been riding UCLA all year, but I, I don't know what side I'll be on in this game yet. I don't trust Chip Kelly to win like to put like back to back wins together. Like he's just like I, still sketchy to me. See, I feel like Chip's kind of got it going it in, in UCLA now. He's been there. What this is year three or four. I believe Chip, four. Chip is and, running a – I was going to say, he's running a completely different system than he did at Oregon because all defense has kind of got used to what Oregon was doing. He's doing something different at UCLA. They're 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 an interesting team. Um, DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's, he seems real good. He seems legit. And I just feel like UCLA's kind of got a role in there. I would also lean on that side there. Um. I think Chip's a good coach. I think UCLA is kind of a sneaky Pac-12 team. And, yeah, that loss to Fresno State doesn't look so bad. I mean, I just think this year in general is so important for UCLA. You see what's going on with USC. I think they have a real opportunity in terms of recruiting to, you know, take over some of this California recruiting and really change the direction of the program because USC is so bad right now. Um, so. Whether they take advantage of that, it remains to be seen. But yeah, I just I just like UCLA in the spot. Um, and finally, the one we've all been waiting for: 11 p.m. Saturday night on the island. We have two and three Hawaii, number <laughs> 18 Fresno State at four and one. I mean, they screwed me last week. They were awful, but they they sneaked out a victory. Their only loss. A seven-point loss to Oregon. Um, John, we'll start with you. I mean, pound the fuck out of Fresno State minus 10 here. It's not going to be close. 21-plus point win. Easy. Hawaii just – they covered. They they did cover. They've covered the last two weeks. I didn't fade them two weeks ago. I did fade them last week. There's no way they cover for a third straight. These guys got to be tired. They've gone back and forth. Every week, off on and off the <laughs> island. This is week five now. Fresno is it, this is way too low. Too low. I'm confident that they just, I mean, smoke them. John just, I think John just talked me into Fresno State, and this is also a fun transitive property game because Hawaii lost to UCLA by 34 in the season opener yeah. off the island, and obviously Fresno State beat UCLA by three. Yeah. Dude, Island's an automatic 30-point boost, dude. You <laughs> automatically get 30 points if you're playing on the island. Yeah, that might be – that. I think that's actually the case here. Yeah, if you're the opponent, dude, I mean, they're going to kill him. Fresno's going to kill him here. I, 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 10 is not enough. Fresno's a good team. I'm actually 
stunned it's only 10. So I'm, I'm all over I can't believe it. Too, but. It's because Hawaii's getting 30 on the island. I think you're yeah, right, I know. Literally, there's, you, you cross over in the island, you just forget how to throw and catch unless you're in a Rainbow Warriors jersey. Neutral I field. If they, got a, if they got a field in the middle of the ocean between the United States and Hawaii, I, Fresno State's got to be 25, 30-point favorites. Right. Yeah, but they're yeah, but they're on the island. They're on the island. <laughs> Dude, but it's crazy because we looked at the stat, they're like six and twenty on the island against the spread in the last like three or four years. Like they are re- like genuinely terrible. I will fade them every time. They're so stroke. Vegas they're is respecting team. the island too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it, dude. They're terrible. They're a bad team. They stink. They're a bad football team. And they covered the last two weeks. They're not gonna there's no way they cover again. No. Fresno's gonna well, kill them. John gave us the episode to, or the title to this episode, Slaughter on the Island. Um, <laughs> with that, not, we're going to head to a break and come back with the NFL. All right. Week four in the NFL, and John is now a Jets fan. <laughs> um, uh, a, it wasn't a completely awful week because the Falcons won, which, I mean, I don't think anyone cares about that, but... For me, John and Dave, it was a rough one. Um, a lot of anger. I can't imagine being in the uh, Cardillo household for that one. But it wasn't much better over here. Um, uh, any any big takeaways in terms of last week, um, Dave? I know you probably have thoughts. I think the consensus is, you know, Big Ben is washed. I haven't personally watched a snap of the Steelers this year, so I have no idea. But wind your input there. Yeah, I mean, I I can't even I can't defend it at this point. And I think it goes beyond just Ben. He's he's not playing well. Not not saying he's playing well, but their offensive line is so bad. They're starting a a third round rookie and a a fifth round rookie at center and left tackle. Um, they got another starter who was a, a second round or a, a second year guy who was a third round pick last year, Kevin Dotson. Um, it's just it's really ugly up front. I saw a stat today saying that Najee has gotten hit behind the line of scrimmage on I forget what the number was. It was like almost half of his carries this year. Um, so it's just been really ugly on offense. Uh, don't see it getting much better. They still have playmakers, so you know. I think there's – we'll see. If they can figure something out up front, I think they still got enough juice to, to make some games interesting. But And their defense is still going to be good. So I think they're still going to win eight games if they can stay healthy on defense. But have very, very, very just discouraged on offense. And, yeah, this is going to be Ben's last year, and it's, it's, uh, it's an end of an era. Pretty sad. Do we see him get benched like Eli Manning did at the end of his no, career? No, I don't. I don't see that happening because nothing Mason Rudolph has done has inspired any confidence. There's no way. He's, what about he's Dwayne be Haskins? No, dude, stop it. Dwayne couldn't even beat out Mason Rudolph for the number Dewey. two job. So no. Dewey Haskins. No. They Dwayne do have bad. Dwayne Haskins. He's a third string quarterback. He's I know. Spot. I'm telling you, he he lost the the backup job to Mason Rudolph. He's that playbook he's not, thing, you know, he just needed a, a little more no. time. Dwayne, Dwayne is not the answer. Let's go to our second loser <laughs> of the week, John Clemens. Uh, he got to watch his Dolphins lose again. 
uh, in overtime to Las Vegas. Uh, loser number two, Mr. Clemens, what do you have for us? <laughs> Wait, are you not including yourself? Uh, I'll just argue with whatever you say, likely. So I'll, I'll keep myself separate. Listen, I had no expectations. Didn't think we'd win. Uh, thought Brissett got better as the game went on. Maybe a little momentum in the next few weeks. But didn't expect to win. It was exciting. They fought. They battled. They did what a Flores team has proven to do. Um, I think we've got some glaring issues, Chad. The offensive line needs to solidify itself. Uh, the receivers finally stepped up late. Just Finally, Gusecki's getting targeted. Thank God. Um, we've got to run. We've got to be a little more balanced, I would say. Um, defensively, there's still havoc. Xavier Howard looks elite as hell. The pass rush is a, is an issue, though. Jalen Phillips has been absent, unless I missed something this past weekend. He, no, he was good. He started. He, he played like 80% of the snaps. Um, how many sacks do we have this year, Chad? Uh, one or two. It's all been That's like Anthony and Ginkle. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree with most of that. I think on the Gasicki note, I mean, listen, Gasicki's going to – I believe he's a free agent after this year. He's going to go – he's going to sign a five-year deal for $50 million somewhere and go and be a, a pro bowler each and every year. He's that good. Yeah. Um, it's just Miami's – I don't know if it's scheme related or what, but they're just so in, inconsistent with targets to their their weapons each and every week, and you've seen it the last two years with Gesicki. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely frustrating. But I mean, bottom line is with this team defense. I mean, similar to Pittsburgh in a sense, really, their defense is good enough to be a playoff team. I know they let up points these last two weeks, but you know, when the other team has the ball, seventy-five percent of the time. It's only so much your defense can do. Yeah. So I, I, I'm really high on the defense. But offensively, man, you got to, you know, it's beginning with the offensive line. The Dolphins this offseason made a decision to stick with Tua. And if you're going to do that, you need to load up on the second most important unit on the offensive side of the ball, and that's the offensive line, and they refuse to do so. You know, they had two first-round picks where they could have taken offensive linemen. They decided not to, and they went with, uh, I forget if Eichenberg was a second or third round pick. And he's been all right, but listen, you missed on, he was a second round pick. You had you took three offensive linemen last year in the draft, and they're all fucking awful. I mean, Austin Jackson is, we talked about this before we came back on, he's the worst left tackle in the NFL. Like, he shouldn't start. He shouldn't see the field. Um, and then, you know, Solomon Kinley was a third-round pick last year. He got benched. And Robert Hunt is bad. was their second-round pick last year. You can't swing and miss on an offensive lineman like this um, and expect to start a mediocre quarterback and have success. So, you know, they have two routes they can go. You know, route one, which is most likely, you know, you're going to waste away this year, waste another year of, uh, of a really good defense and try and take offensive linemen in the draft. Um, or route two is you make the decision, you go get Deshaun Watson and make up for some of the flaws on the offensive line. It's as simple as that. There's two routes. You can laugh at me all you want about Watson. I don't care. You have two routes. You can mail it in and try and get offensive linemen next year. 
or you can go and make a play for a playmaker at quarterback that makes up for some of the flaws on the offensive line. Simple as funny. You act like they could just trade for Watson and him start immediately and there'd be one, no backlash and two that that's even possible right now. Like it's just not a realistic solution. I am telling you if the dolphins trade for Deshaun Watson and start him the week after they get him, they will be getting absolutely smoked in the media. There is no way they do that. I forgot NFL teams build their rosters around the media. Oh like, listen, don't, don't be naive, Rock, dude. You're, that's just an I ignorant have, comment. February next year. Okay, okay, okay. Hold up, hold up. Let's let's be realistic. Watson's not going to happen this year, but he's not just going to be sidelined forever. Like this guy's going to play in the NFL again. I agree, that, but. Me, it, it, like, like the Dolphins make sense. Like the Dolphins do make sense. I see what Chad's saying. It's not realistic to happen this year. Eventually, it's all going to get settled in court. You know, he's going to play in the NFL again. I'm pretty confident saying that, right? Like he's he's not done forever. Um, see what it's happens. It's weird. It's taken so long. Like I have yeah, no it, idea it is weird. It is it. weird, and I don't I don't really understand that to be honest. Um, like I feel like we've seen we've seen worse. I mean, fucking Ray Rice, Kareem Hunt, like these dudes all ended up playing in the NFL again. I don't know. It's just my the weird thing is like Trevor Bauer's been on the commissioner's exemplist since July, which makes sense. But he's on the commissioner's exemplist where he can't play, and the league is essentially saying, "Hey, you're not playing. Doesn't matter what the ruling in the case is yet. You're not going to be on the field." Why isn't it Deshaun Watson's just been a healthy scratch? There is yeah. a commissioner's exemplist in the NFL. They haven't put him on that. Yeah. Which is is weird to me. It um, seems like the NFL is just waiting to see what happens in court. So I don't know. I don't I just don't think it's gonna be I don't think he's gonna play it all this year. Um and he doesn't want to play for the Texans anyway. So at some point he's gonna get traded. I think it's a matter of just of when. Probably this offseason, I would guess. And I mean, I, if I like, not that I would necessarily, if like, shit, if Pittsburgh wanted to go get him this off season, like I could get over it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Someone's going to get I, one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, it's Chad. I think the Dolphins have more problems than, than your, I, I don't think Deshaun Watson's masking that much. I don't think that line is. That line's really, really bad. Chad. The Miami line. So. Chad. Deshaun Watson solves that immediately. They're a playoff team with him. No Chad. doubt. What's up, John? I, for the first time, am, am, I am open, I'm open to it. The thought of it. The, the, injury, the injury to Tua was about the worst time thing that could happen in his career right now. He did not need that in this year. He did not need that. Not this early. Uh, pretty What's bad. What's his timeline looking like? At least three on the weeks. IR for so he'll definitely miss the next two weeks. But listen, you've seen enough from Brissett. He's a sixth-year guy. You know what you're gonna get. He's he's a little Ryan Patricky. Like he grinded them to overtime this past week. But listen, he's you're only gonna get so much from him. So I. So essentially, from what we're all saying, you know, Dave's a firm believer. He's not going to play this year, as are you guys. I'm, you know, 50-50 on that. 
if if that's the case, the Dolphins are screwed. There's nothing they can do. Which, I mean, at this point, you know, I've I've come to terms. They've tortured me for the last 24 years of my life, so it's nothing new. But it's just it hits a little bit harder every year. Might start looking for a new team soon. Um, and finally, the winner. That's the- just disgusting. John switched teams three times. I worked. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? You're a Dolphins fan. You were a Carolina fan for two years, and you're back to the Dolphins starting last year. Don't don't try and play. You worked for the Panthers. It was the one year I worked for the Panthers. That was the surface. I had to I had to promote I had to promote that. That's fair, and it's also opposite opposite sides of you know different conferences. That's that's get over it, Chad. I'm a Rams fan. You get over it, Matt, Dan, get over it. That's all I'll say. Um, the Falcons won a game. Um, playoffs? No. I mean, <laughs> I, I've watched this team for a lot of years. We're still – our roster is pretty bad. What I learned from that game is Joe Judge needs to be fired as a, a, a NFL head coach. The Giants are like – listen, the Falcons are been pretty bad lately. The Giants and the Jets are like a whole nother level of like – being horrible. So uh, the Jets get a pass with Solid being so new still, but Judge doesn't look very, very uh, capable. Him and Daniel Jones both out next year, no doubt in my mind. Either Joe Judge or Matt Nagy is going to be the first head coach fired. I got no doubt about that. One of those two guys. Yeah, what, do, what do the Panthers have to get to? Or not the Panthers, the Giants. Like Owen six is he out? Owen five. I don't they think either the, one of them. They have the worst record since, uh, I think, since 2019. Them and the Jets are tied. They're winning, like, 26% of their games. I really don't know how Nagy hasn't been fired yet. He should have been fired today. I don't know. Regardless, I don't have too much to say about the Falcons. I was proud that the boys fought. I can't tell you the last time we had a fourth-quarter comeback. Like, it's been a long time. So that was huge. It was Young Way Koo's first game-winning kick, which I was happy about. But, uh, no, I'm not, like, an unrealistic I, – I get hyped about the Falcons, but if we made the playoffs this year, I would be genuinely stunned. There's just – it's just not in line for the roster we have in place right now. Defense played hard. We looked better coached. We were right on offense, whatever. My only complaint is Kyle Pitts needs, like, a thousand more targets. We just – we need to target him more. I need to just – I don't care if we're throwing pick sixes. Just target him. <laughs> Literally. All right. With that, let's move on to our picks for week four. I can start us off if you guys need a second to look over the board. I'm going to start in Minnesota. Give me Cleveland minus one and a half on the road. Um, Listen, I watched my first Cleveland Browns game from start to finish and probably remember the last time I watched a Browns game. Um, And... Man, they're impressive on the defensive side of the ball, and Baker does what he needs to do. I don't think they get Jarvis Landry back this week. Not completely sure on that, but, I mean, best running back duo in the NFL. Um, Minnesota had a, a, a nice win this past week, but I, I still think Cleveland's a much better team, so give me that minus one and a half. My first lock, um, I can't believe, I mean, this is one of the biggest NFL lines I've, I can remember. 
But I'm still taking – I think Buffalo minus 16.5 is going to hit. Uh, Buffalo's defense, I think, probably doesn't get – I mean, they do get credit, but I think they're pretty safely a top five to ten unit in the NFL. Davis Mills didn't inspire much confidence last week, and the Bills' offense has been hitting on all cylinders. So, since since they – you know, Pittsburgh shut them down, obviously. Um but yeah, I just I think that's a game Buffalo wins by three touchdowns. That line is so high for week whatever we're in five. Like Davis Mills looked competent to me on Thursday night. Uh, but I mean I I don't I don't think I can I I don't think I can justify touching that spread either way. It's just so many points. But like the Texans are they're bad. They're I mean, bad, the, and... The Bills are rolling right now. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see the Texans scoring more than 10 points, honestly. And uh, Josh Allen and that offense, like, they, they've hit their stride after Pittsburgh made them look pretty pretty average, at below average. Um, so, yeah, I just I think that's a game Buffalo is just going to... It's going to be up... They're going to be up 21 nothing pretty quickly before halftime. Buffalo first half, you might have just convinced me. Honestly, I'm looking at it. Connor, what was yours? Uh, do you have one here? Uh, in the Bills game or just in general? Yeah, both. Bills game, I, I don't, I don't, the only way I see myself betting it is if the Bills get down to like 14, which I just don't see happening. Or if the, if the Texans got to like 20 or 21, I'd probably have to take the Texans at that point, which would suck. But, uh, no, my, my first 1 o'clock game that, that I'll be betting on is uh, I feel like I bet the Colts every single week. I'll be taking them plus 2.5 against the Dolphins. I just I, I get sucked into the Colts every single week. What makes you believe in the Colts? Carson Wentz has literally shown nothing. I like their defense. I like Frank Reich, and I just – I don't know. Maybe I'm still higher on Carson than most, but – I just I think that they have a better football team than the Miami Dolphins, especially without Tua. Fair they enough. Do. They're both built very similarly. They have no quarterbacks, but the Colts have a much better offensive line. Quentin Nelson's probably not going to play either. Right. Yeah, they got hurt. Still a better offensive line than the Dolphins, and then Dolphins defense probably maybe a tad better, but Colts defense is solid. So. The under in that game is also intriguing to me. Uh, what is it? Uh, minus. 44. Oh, minus. 44, you said? 43. 43, yeah. I I like the under in there as well, but I, I the Colts will be my first lock of the week, and I'll, I'll probably buy to three if possible. Hopefully it just gets there naturally, but I, I don't know if that'll happen, so. John, what do you have? I uh, I have a four o'clock game as my first lock of the week. If that's okay, is that legal? Am I allowed to do that? I'll allow it. Okay. San Francisco minus three at home against Seattle. I uh, I just Seattle really really uh, lost me this past week. Their defense is is terrible, um, and they don't seem to be as effective offensively. I don't know what happened there. I think Tyler Lockett got hurt. I don't know if that was uh, I don't know if he came back or what. If he's out for a while, um, but San Francisco. Played very well. Came back last night against Green Bay. And then Aaron Rodgers did what he does. So, 
tough loss there. They rebound. San Francisco minus three. That's just that division. I can never get that division right. I feel like something crazy happens every single divisional matchup there. And and I'm also always on the wrong side of the Seahawks. I was on them last week too, John. Um, So I I won't be touching that game. But San Fran was honestly should have won that game last night. They just scored too quick at the end. Um, Yeah, but I just I, I never get that division right. So I'm I'm not touching that. Yeah, I think this is that's a game that Seattle could win outright, in my opinion. I'm probably avoiding that. All right. All San right. Francisco, minus three. My next one, uh, Kansas City has to play a complete game at some point. I'm going to bet on it being this week. I'm going to take them minus six and a half on the road at Philly. Uh, we have the uh, – the Philly versus Dallas Monday night game on as we record, and I'm just not overly impressed with Philly. Uh, I think they're a solid team, but Kansas City at some point's got to play a complete game. So give me the Chiefs minus six and a half. And they're playing for Andy Reid this week. Guy might be like dead by the time this comes out, but relax. Let's... He's all right. They came out. He said he said he's stable. Jeez, Fine. Chad. He's dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> it's acting like he's about. Oh to my like god. Die. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that was almost an agree. That was egregious reporting right there. Just absolutely <laughs> irresponsible. That was very very irresponsible. That might have been the most irresponsible comment on the show's <laughs> history, dude. But hey, they're uh, still gonna be playing for him. But he'll be at least watching the game. <laughs> 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 Uh, he's gonna have like a camel backpack on hydrating throughout the game. They're gonna be Dude, playing. People forget. Them. People forget Hugh Freeze coached that game from like a legit stretcher in the yeah. in the coach's box. The that box. was the most. That was the craziest thing ever. And they that won. Might be a top five. That might be a top five sports f- photograph ever taken. <laughs> <laughs> they won, I think. Yeah. Um, I will say my second lock. Um. I'm going to be – yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Saints minus seven and a half at home. Um, I think their their defense has been as impressive as any defense in the NFL so far. Um, and, yeah, just not, haven't seen anything from the Giants to inspire any confidence there. And, um, you know, let's ride with Jameis. I, I'm just worried about uh... – are this like the Saints gonna be like an every other week team? Like we'll see. They got smoked by the Panthers, who I thought they were gonna kill. Um, and the Giants are a weird team to bet against too. They're like Daniel Jones like shows flashes every so often, but I, I do think the Saints are a much better team. I like the Saints in that one. That's not a lock for me, but is it? Did, well, I will say, is this the Saints' first home game since the hurricane? Are they yeah. actually playing in New Orleans? Oh, they might be yes. an auto lock then. They might be auto. Yeah, I'll probably so. be on the Saints then. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of juice that they're rocking. Yeah, it's got to be right. Their next home game, if not, is against the Bucks on Halloween. That's way out. It's in it's in the, it's in, the Super- it's in New Orleans. Yeah, that place yeah. is gonna be absolutely rocking. I'm all over the Saints if that's the case. Wow, me maybe, too. Maybe buy down to seven if possible. 
Um, honestly, I can't believe it. I'm going to do it, but my second lock is is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers in Lambeau. It's a wow. disgusting pick. Like, so gross. It's gross. The only way this hits is if the Packers win, like, 10-6. It's got to be a, an absolute struggle, but I just – I think the Packers are going to be overvalued in the market this week, and I think people are going to be very down on the Steelers. I, I would tell you, do not, high spot. do not touch that if TJ Watt's not playing. Do not, do not bet on Pitts because that defense didn't get a sack on Burrow. There's the first time in like 70 games their defense didn't get a sack. Um, so if TJ's playing, okay. If he's not, Ooh, that's I, a- what was that, John? So that's uh that Bengals O line isn't uh world renowned either. No, no, and yeah, I mean I'm not gonna ever bet against my Steelers, but I I will not be I'm not remotely interested in them this week. You wanna hear something crazy? Right now, ninety four percent of the money on the Green Bay Packers. Look, I just haven't seen anything from Pittsburgh's offense to like I have zero confidence, zero. That early, that early week, Connor. We've talked about it. It's an interesting thing. It might be something to monitor as the year goes on. The early week percentages. It is interesting. You and see, like- and see how it moves to like the day of the game. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, I get, I get the logic behind it. Like you would think that people betting this earlier are the more like professionals. A casual better is not taking a game six days in advance right now. Like you got to be. Feel you got to be informed. Um, my second lock, I'm staying in that NFC West, dude. Uh, the Rams minus six at home against the Cardinals. I think they kind of have their way with the Cardinals in this one. I don't know. I feel like the Cardinals are due for a little bit of a letdown game. Um, Kingsbury, that's just I think his mo. It's gonna happen, and the Rams are absolutely rolling right now. I think they're gonna keep rolling. They get this the Seahawks next week. They're in the, the heat of their division, their first run through the division. They're they're playing exceptional. So, I think they're going to keep rolling. Yeah, I just feel like, are the, are the Rams going to be overvalued because they just beat, they just smoked the Bucks? you know? Like, I feel like the Cardinals could sneak up on them this game. Maybe. But you can't be scared, you know, when you're making <laughs> your block of the week pick. <laughs> scared money don't make money. Yeah. I, I could say that about any team, though. Like, I feel like you could. The NFL's crazy. It's so hard. My record in college is, is a little bit better, I would say. And by that, I mean a lot better. NFL's tough, man. Like, tough. there's so many different factors in the NFL. It's just... Yeah. Tough. So, my, my last lock of the week is Denver minus one at home against Baltimore. One that I was... I was just kind of surprised by the line. I thought Baltimore would be a a one- or two-point favorite. Denver lost K.J. Hamler for the year, uh, which hurts because Jerry Judy's out as well. So that really leaves Cortland Sutton, and I'm drawing a blank on the other wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I like, you know, Noah Fan's solid, and then they got that other young kid, second-year tight end out of Missouri, maybe. Um, And... Teddy Bridgewater's been great for that. Uh, just solid overall. So give me Denver minus one from there. I'm all over Baltimore as my third lock, just while you're on that game. I already bet that game. I 
Granted, I faded Denver last week, and the Jets are officially an unbettable team. They're terrible. We don't have to talk about the Jets. Horrible team. But I'm all over Baltimore. I, I thought they were going to be favorites also, so I'll gladly take them as, as dogs this game. Yeah. couple quick hitters. One, Connor. You took Vandy two weeks ago. You're gung-ho about it. You took the Jets last week. You're gung-ho about it. Who are you going to do that? Who are you going to pull that shit with this week? Which UConn, maybe? <laughs> no, I mean, I already I already did it with Ole Miss and, and BC. Oh, but those aren't, like, bad. Like, you're, like, the last two weeks, you bet on some bad, bad teams, and you've been, like, all over them. You were on another terrible – who's the other terrible team you're on this week? Oh, the Jags. Connor told me his favorite plays of the day were the Jets All right, the listen, Jags. <laughs> my defense, the Jags were winning that game in the – almost going into the fourth quarter, and then they just fell apart. I mean, you just – you're addicted to terrible teams. Um, you're not my, wrong. You're not wrong. My – or wait, are we, am I going out of order? I love the, the Buccaneers. I'll just say it now. Uh, they're my third lock of the week, minus six and a half. Going into Foxborough, Brady's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder after a loss. Oh, God. The, I agree. It might get ugly. It might that get was, ugly Sunday night. That was my third lock as well. And to me, it comes down to the Bucks defense didn't play, play well yesterday, and I still think they're probably the best unit in the NFL. Um, and Mac is just – not not really inspired. Like, he looked good against the Dolphins week one. Um, but ever since, I think he threw three picks yesterday. Um, yeah, I just think coming off a loss, only by a touchdown, I, I just think the Bucks they're going to overwhelm Mac, and I think that's a game they, they covered. Rookie QBs 0-9 against the spread against non-rookies. Pretty bad. The only I... win was Mac, Will, Mac uh, Jones over Zach Wilson. I think that Belichick, I, I don't know how long he's going to be able to keep this one within reach, but I, I think it's going to get uh, it's going to get out of hand by the, by the second half. I don't think the Patriots are going to have a very easy time scoring, and I think Brady's just going to be so mad. He's going to be playing so pissed off. It's going to be it's going to be frightening. I think they're going to get so. they're going to get AB back too. Yeah, he's a former Pat too. People forget. Who do they have there? They lost someone for a big chunk of the – oh, Scotty Miller's out for a while. Doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter. All right. The iGal, irrelevant game of the week. This was a tight one, but I, I really couldn't throw the Falcons into iGal consideration. Um, so we're going to go back to the 1 o'clock slate. We have the Chicago Bears at home against the Detroit Lions. Um I don't know if they've announced who's starting at quarterback for the Bears, but, but I like Detroit plus three. I Me do. too. Me too. Detroit has been very frisky. Should have won that game yesterday. I don't really see how they're they're three point dogs. I like Chicago. I don't even know who they're starting at QB yet. I like Chicago. One thing on Chicago is. Fuck you, Dave. Justin Fields looked absolutely horrendous this weekend. You kept telling me all weekend, oh, Falcons are going to regret passing him. You're, you're declaring that a victory after, I'm not. after his first start, and Kyle Pitts has done nothing? Yeah, I that mean, was still Harris, great player himself. Relax. Even, even, if, even if Fields doesn't pan out, I still think that's a terrible pick by Atlanta. I'll just say that. Sure, dude. Regardless, the, the Bears win. 
on Sunday. They win by more than three points. Very confident in that. I uh, I like the Lions a lot here. I'll be on the Lions side. Connor, you're alone. You're a bear. Connor, Relying. you can Sewell as your left tackle right now. Very excited about the future. You know, looking at Matt Corral in the draft with Panay Sewell as your left tackle. Something to be Chad, excited about. Chad, Chad, if we tank it, if Miami tanks this shit, I'll take Corral. <laughs> I'm in. You just sold me on it. I'm sold on him. I want him pretty bad, honestly. But that's a story for another time. Chad, you're thinking about something. What, what, uh, what I, I have my Respond eye on that Liberty quarterback as well. Ah, shut the fuck up. You want <laughs> you want Matt Corral. Uh, and you don't want to admit it, and you don't want to admit it, but you know you do. Come on. You can listen, do it. Matt Corral wouldn't lose a game to Syracuse. That's all I'm saying. That's a bad loss. Like a really bad loss. Yeah. Can't put loss. All right, any other final takeaways before we wrap this up? Uh, anyone want to talk baseball? <laughs> I did Wait, want to Connor, say. Exciting game over the weekend. Connor was up in Beantown. The boys got together, went to an exciting Saturday. What would that be? Evening, afternoon, 4 o'clock baseball game. Um, AL East is tight. Um that's about the extent of my knowledge of baseball right now. Um, I can't say I've watched a lot. My, my baseball consumption, you know, includes occasional Yankees games and watching Corbin Burns pitch. That's about it. You're a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Yankees fan? And it's like he's wearing pretty a hot race hat. right now. Like, shouldn't you be going? Yeah, you're wearing a Yankees hat as we're talking. Tough look, Chad. Yeah, the World Series. Just give it to them already. They're gonna beat the the Giants in the NL. No one from the AL is gonna. Get, who who are you giving it to? The Rays. <laughs> uh, from the AL, sure. Eight or a Rays Dodgers World Series. Write it down. White Sox Giants. Wow. I uh, I badly need the White Sox, dude. Um, I have a future on them to win the AL and the World Series. Go White Sox. I'm going Blue Jays Cardinals. That's hideous. Jesus. That's terrible. Although I think the Cardinals, have they lost, they've won 16 in a row. Yeah. That's incredible. Don't let them get hot. Yeah. I have I have White Sox over Giants. That's my uh, that's my World Series pick. So you said Dave? I said White Sox Giants. I didn't give you a winner, but I'll side with you, John. Go Sox. I'm saying White Sox over Giants. I'm in. Let's fucking go. All right. Any other Shit, last Chad. call? Chad, you look ready for bed. Yeah. No. My only last call is like, how about how about next week when we open it up? You don't talk for the first seven minutes. You know. Someone else might, might be able to say something at the beginning of the show. Well, we have to work on the Chris Collinsworth slide-in. So that will be implemented starting in next week's episode. We are an audio-only show currently. Yeah, we'll do a, a slide-in. We'll workshop it. An oral perspective. 
<laughs> we'll workshop it. Oh, uh, one last thing, Connor. You left your seventh rounders T-shirt on my uh, back porch, so I am now an owner of that. You what? should. You should. You know what? Yeah, Yo, you know what? It's like a flag. jersey spot. It's, it's the shirt that I I I kicked your ass on the court in. So you deserve. Oh my that. god. All right, that. you might have beaten me in one game of one-on-one, but let the record show that I cooked your ass running routes last night. We ran out to this. Oh uh, my god! We went out to I this big grass field. We did some one-on-ones. Dude, Connor didn't dying. get a sing. Connor did not have a single catch on me, and I cooked his ass for a couple. You times. already lied. You already. I lied. did not lie. You I did not have, have one. On you. Oh, you had one ten-yard. Connor yeah, ran a ten-yard hitch in one-on-ones. Like, okay, dude, fine. First down. <laughs> I cooked you for two tutties. So Connor was not about like Kyle Pitts. Yes. Okay. Interesting. He's the most humble guy I know. I'm glad he came on tonight. It's always a pleasure. Love talking to him. We're it was fun. Oh, I he's see. The best. Yeah, he's the best. It was fun. Anytime. All right, boys. And with that, we sail off. Good night. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.